0: Times amazed by the way that God works, but this one actually Friday night as we were in the youth conference there, Sister Kirsten said the Lord just kept speaking something over and over to her. I felt like I felt the Lord doing that to me Friday night, and uh, I, I just uh, tonight all all I can do is give you what I got. And so that's what I'm going to do my best to do tonight. But I want to read from Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 7. And by the way, that is one of the scriptures, uh, one of the passages that lists uh, gifts of the Spirit from the sheet that we handed out. If anyone needs one of those, let me know. I have some more of those back in my office that I printed out. But uh you will, you will hear some of that in this as we come across it. I want to read several verses tonight, so I'm going to read uh, fairly fast here uh, today because I know you're standing. But, but uh, let's, let's just listen very closely to this. And I'm going to read from the New King James tonight. Uh, Brother Blake has got it for us there. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now, this, he ascended, that quotation, he ascended. What does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascends far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love, may we grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, for whom the whole body joined and knit together by that which every joint supplies According to the effective working by which every part does its share. Causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Amen. And the Lord, what he spoke to me was that which every joint supplies. That which every joint supplies. Amen. Lord, I thank you tonight for your word. I thank you for the power of your word demonstrated today, Lord, in our service. I ask God that you would allow the word to work on the body tonight. and God, that you would speak and call things that be not as though they are. Bring some things into being that are not even yet in us as we seek to fulfill your purpose in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated tonight. That which every joint supplies. What is the function of joints? Joints connect bones within our body. They bear weight. They enable us to move. They tell us that these joints are made up of bone, muscle, synovial fluid, cartilage, and ligaments. That's what I found when I looked it up. The Expositor's Bible commentary had a statement that said the precision with which medical terms are employed makes us wonder whether Paul checked the details with Luke, Dr. Luke. Perhaps he did. But Paul used this metaphor to explain how many people with different roles and gifts can work together in unity. And of course, Christ alone is the head. Uh, From Him, the body derives its whole capacity for growth and movement and activity and direction as one coordinated directed entity the church the body of christ that's us amen we're part of that now when i begin to go to the scripture to because when god speaks to you it's always good to go to the scripture and see how it correlates make sure that it's god you're hearing Hebrews 4 and 12 talks about kind of the inner man, and it says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. And who can do that but God? And of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So this thing about joints, it has to do with our inner man in a sense in some uh, scriptures. It's also a place of vulnerability. 1 Kings 22 and 34 tells us, Now a certain man drew a bow at random and struck the king of Israel between the joints of his armor. So he said to the driver of his chariot, Turn around and take me out of the battle for I am wounded. Joints represent... A place of vulnerability as well. The psalmist in 22 and 14 said, I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. Can you imagine a body without bones? We would just be a blob, you know. They'd have to scoop us up to take us somewhere, without bones and the joints are a very important part of that. And if they're out of joint, there's just no telling what kind of contortions we're going to lose our our shape, our structure, uh, what we are. You know, everybody knows us. They look at us. They 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 recognize us partly by uh, I've seen I've known people that that I could see them walking and I instantly recognize them by their gait, kind of the way they walked, you know. Uh, but but our, our you know it gives structure and shape and identity to us in some ways, and uh, and and when they're out of joint, we kind of lose that. And in Proverbs twenty five and nineteen. Says, confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint. So that tells me that a joint not properly in its place can be a painful thing. Daniel 5 and 6 The king's countenance changed And his thoughts troubled him When he saw the handwriting on the wall And the Bible says So that the joints of his hips Were loosened And his knees knocked Against one another Ordinarily sitting there Like you probably right now Your leg's pretty still But all of a sudden What kind of hell thing's in place uh, Just come undone and 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 he was he was shaken he was nervous and his knees began to knock against each other amen when he lost his joints he lost his kind of composure right amen and so it sounds to me like from reading references in scripture uh, particularly the old testament here that that joints are a very, very important part of any structure or any body. But a joint makes up two opposing surfaces that touch each other and allow movement of those two bones. Ephesians, in this passage on spiritual gifts, tells us that the whole body fitly joined together And compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working and the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Now in Ephesians chapter 2 in verse 19, uh, I'm sorry, not Ephesians, but... Back up here. Hold on just a second. 4 and 16. 4 and 16. It's chapter 2 and 19. And not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands have nourishment ministered and knit together increases with the increase of God. It's a parallel passage. All the joints of the body and bands having nourishment ministered and knit together increases with the increase of God. Ephesians 4 and 16 says causes growth of the body. This passage says knit together increaseth with the increase of God Uh, I am very thankful that God has supplied all the variety in the body that he has Uh, it's been preached a hundred different ways but I'm glad that the ear doesn't get jealous of the eye and they work together. I'm glad that they don't decide, well, if you like the ear so much, maybe you rubbed on the ear today a little bit or something, and and the eye says, well, if you just like the ear so much, you just make it with just the ear. (laughs) I need the input of both. Amen. I need to be able to hear and see. (laughs) And and so I, I'm thankful that God has supplied his body with, with what we need. But when I begin to think about this this business of that which every joint supplies, I I I thought what 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 does it supply? And the first thing that come to mind, and I believe one of the main things the Lord was impressing upon me, is how that these two bones are connected at the joint. Bones which bring stability. Bones which provide uh, structure, allow us to stand up to or to, to stand or to 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 stay upright and all of that. They those two bones touch each other at this joint and they allow that allows the movement of the two bones. You're with me, aren't you? Okay, so joints supply movement. Without joints, we're just a statue. Without joints, we are just a... uh, We're like one of those wax figures in the museum. We have no movement. We have no ability to be active. But the joint supplies that ability to move, to be activated, to become animated, to to begin to function and operate. And God is calling His church. It is a season of movement. It's not a time to be still. Amen. Amen. We're not an army of figurines. That's right. Amen. We are the body of Christ. Yes, Lord. Amen. He has never intended his church to be static and unmoving in the sense that it quits doing anything. It is His purpose for the church to be on the move. Yes. The church is on the move. Yes, amen. 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 If we're going to be part of that, we've got to move with God. Yes. Because it is the head from which the direction comes. It's the head from which... Our actions are directed and we are equipped by God to be a moving, living, breathing organism. The church is not just a structure. The church is not just an organization. We can build businesses and things like that using organizational tools and and, and understandings and things like that. And there is a place for some of that in the church. But primarily the church is not an organization. The church is a body. And a body moves unless it is dead. Unless rigor mortis has set in. Amen. And if that has happened, we ought to be worried. Yes. But God intends His church... To be moving. Yes. And wh- how does that happen? That which every joint supplyeth. I am thankful that God has put in this body the ability to move. And God wants this church to have a supply that comes, amen, from our members, from the parts of our body, being willing, amen, to move with God. Amen. Amen. Joint supply movement. Now the passage of scripture indicates that this involves also nourishment. Body by joints and bands having... Bands represents, I believe, the ligaments in those joints. Having, uh, body by joints and bands having nourishment ministered. Now, I don't know that much about the body... I probably know a little bit more about cars and I don't know much about them. But I know that when I open my car door or my truck door there are uh, there, there, there is a, a hose that runs that has some c- cables in that hose. Uh, some cars have a, a hose that actually allows heat and air to come out through some vents uh, for the back And in the door itself But, but there, there are some things that, it, it, it allows for movement But it, it supplies Electricity To be able to punch a button On your car uh, Armrest there somewhere That will unlock all your doors Pop your trunk open Do different things and functions Within the vehicle from right there, move your mirrors, adjust the mirror on the right, adjust the mirror on the left, all of that right there. But that would not, that door, that opportunity, that possibility would not be if it were not that there was like ligaments, there was not something attached that came through the joint to allow for that to happen and the joint supply the bible says nourishment i want to tell you when you move in the holy ghost it nourishes the body of Christ it builds up strengthens and edifies the body of Christ. Whenever a member gets, Amen. In a position, I'm going to move with God. I'm going to do what God wants me to do, Amen. I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to step into function. I'm not going to allow the 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 uh, atrophy to set in. I plan to move with God, Amen. If the Holy Ghost is moving, I'm moving too. Hallelujah. If the Spirit of God is flowing, I'm going to flow with it because I want to. Supply that which every joint supplies. Amen. And there is movement, and there is nourishment, and lastly, there is unity that is supplied by the joints. Um, Bones are bones, but but the joints what brings it together. The joints what allows it to work together. And so, unity is a great thing that every Joint supplies, no matter what gift God may give you, use it for the unity of the body. Never allow it to become a tool to use for disunity, but bring folks together build the kingdom strengthen the body amen work for the body i'm going to tell you it don't matter how good the knee is if the body dies that knee is dying too it's it, and so it's important to me to strengthen the body of christ and to bring unity to the body of christ I may not at this very moment need what you supply. But I will assure you, amen, if I wait around long enough, eventually I'm going to need what you supply. And so therefore, I want there to be unity. I want there to be opportunity for us to work together in love. I want whatever it is that you can provide. Amen. I want to know that when I pick up my phone and call and say, I need somebody to pray, there's going to be somebody on the other end of the Line that says, "What do you need to pray for? What do you need to pray for?" All right? Amen. Because there's a unity there, there is a connection, there is connectivity that is there, and if, if, it would not be so if it were not for the Lord. Amen. It's there. There is a when my foot operate. Well, no, I, I do things with my foot or my toe. Those signals are going through my leg. Those signals are going through my knee. And those are places of movement, places of vulnerability. Those are places where things could break down. Hmm. I sat in a little room this week where a neurologist performed some tests. And uh, first of all, they put some little electrodes on my mother's toes and they did each leg and then each at hand. They put some electrodes on the toes and different places there. And then they took a a little thing that would shock you. Yeah. It, it was it was like a taser, you know. It's not quite as powerful, but but uh, but she would stick that in different places on that foot, and they would shock. of course, they'd be moving and the foot as a result. But they were watching the screen, see. What it would tell them about the connection of the nerves and all of that there in the, the leg and then in each hand as well. That was part of that procedure, EMG or something like that. I don't know, I forget. But anyway, uh, they, they, they were studying, they were examining all of that. that. That nurse did the shocking with the little electrode thing there. My mother said, You're mean. <laughs> <laughs> that, she, she had to switch around, move a different direction and all that. But what they were looking to see is how those signals are getting through. The How they flow through. From that, they were able to identify that she had some carpal tunnel in her. They were able to identify that she had a couple of kind of pinched nerves in her lower back. Uh, that wasn't what we was there for. But they spotted things. They're seeing things as a result of that. Thank God you got a good report. Amen. They said everything. So much better. She is doing so much better. And uh, I took her to eat this week. She she got in my truck and out of my truck by herself. She didn't take a walker. She didn't take a cane. Thank she she, she ate all oh, she wanted to eat. I took her to eat at, uh, at at Chef's Inn where they have good country home cooking stuff. Took her to eat there Thursday. My brother and I went with her to her the report on Friday to find out the results of the test. It was, uh, we'll take you to eat. Where do you want to go? And she said, I want to go back to Chef's Inn. She went back and she ate her a big meal. Went back and got her dessert. She's eating so much better. There, so much is improved and I'm thanking God for that. Thank I give you the Lord glory yes. and Amen. praise for that. So now, Amen. But, but the test was examining how how the signals are getting through through the body and all the joints and the heart and the the sinew and all of that getting down to where it needs to go to make the body operate, function. The toes do what the toes do, and all of that. Amen. Then then they come and then they did every hand, every foot the same way, every arm, every foot the same way. But this time they instead of shocking, they stuck little needles in, and they was measuring something, electricity or something I don't know. And uh, but they were little bitty needles. And and uh, and and mom, she said. You're nicer than that other girl. She liked that better. She liked the needle better than the shot. Amen. But nonetheless, uh, it, it's about this signals getting through and all of that. And unity is required. Unity is important. Amen. Amen. God will bless unity. Like the dew of Hermon, oh, it brings things come to life. Things where well, there might not be rainfall. Amen. Even without the rainfall when there's unity, it's like the dew of Herman. It just brings things sprout forth, things grow, things turn green, things happen, there's growth, amen, when there is unity. And God wants the church to have unity. And every joint supplies unity, amen. And so I'm thankful tonight for joints. And I want to be thankful tonight for everything and everybody that supplies, amen, as a joint in the body of Christ. God uses, uses us in this way notice that God uses them to cause two things one the growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love God says if all these things are in place the body's going to grow it, you know what growth is not something that we ought really to have to uh, muster up and cause it ought to be natural babies grow naturally you just take care of them you just nourish them you just feed them and they grow up. that's just what they do And the church ought to be the same. If we're healthy, we ought to just be growing. Now, I'm not saying that every church is going to grow numerically. Some churches in areas where folks are moving out for jobs and all of that, they're still ministering to people and they're still fulfilling the will of God. And, And it's not all about numbers. In fact, this passage is not really referencing numbers. I don't believe it all when it talks about growing here. But it's talking about the body experience and growth. And I believe that God wants us to, our, our body to grow in love. Amen? It, it grows the body in, in uh, of the edifying of itself in love. Amen? And and so it it does that it it allows that to happen. There's something about it when you just put your arm around somebody when you're standing there praying. Amen. It just it just does something. There's a unity that takes place, and it allowed through love the body edifies, the body strengthens itself, the body grows itself. Amen. And then secondly, it increase. It says increase with the increase of God. I don't want to just increase. I want to increase with the increase of God. Amen. Amen. There are folks posting numbers and all kinds of stuff and bragging and all, and that's fine. But I want to increase with the increase of God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Some churches don't really grow. They think they do, but they just swell because they're not healthy. But there are those that... Are growing they're growing and it's the increase of God Amen. I'm telling you just let God be God let God do what he does how do yes, we let Lord. God be God yes we Lord. do what each joint supplies and God will be God yes, Amen? yes. we just do what, what God has given us to do yes. and let God be God yes so. Amen. I don't don't preach like him, and man, he's a great man, and he would be an awesome mentor or somebody to, to aspire, you know, to learn from, and I've learned some things watching Brother Mangan fly through the years, but I can't be Brother Mangan. i got to be what I was designed. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. i got to just be what I was made for. Right. Amen. And God has put me God's put you in this place and the purpose that God has. Amen. We, we may not always see the bigger plan and all of that, but if we will allow God to just use us, if we will be, and provide that which uh, that every joint supplieth, amen, I am telling you the body of Christ is on the move and things are going to happen and we're going to grow and God's going to increase the love in this place until we find ourselves right smack dab in the middle of a mighty with Something at the start of the service, early in the service, and he—he uh, he, he preached over in Rogers, Arkansas, and of course, Brother Russell Handy is the pastor there. Brother Norman Handy uh, been pastor there many, many years. His father, my dad, served on the youth committee with Brother under Brother Norman Handy. Brother Norman Handy was the Arkansas District Youth President years ago. My dad was Section Five Youth President years ago, and. Uh, and, and so, uh, you know, our families have known each other for a long time and all of that. And we're great friends. We don't talk that very often, actually, at all. But Brother Ryan mentioned he goes over there to preach and their church. What was their thing, Brother Ryan? Moving forward. Moving forward. What was their youth thing? <laughs> all right. Now, it sounds like that we got together and to figured this thing out. Yeah. I'll tell you, I heard nothing from them. It. it came as a surprise to me to find out. Okay. Like Things were. Amen. But and, and so, how's that happening? Well, either they were talking to God like we were, mm-hmm. which I hope is what it was, or they picked up on what we doing. Yeah. I don't know which it was. It doesn't really matter. I believe God will supply. Yeah, I believe Amen. God will be You know what? Something begins to become obvious when, when, when you go, uh, you know, folks from Rector go to hear a man preach that's from what? Chicago, brother? Right? Pastor in Chicago comes down and preaches at our youth conference. And he gets up and begins to minister in the spirit, talk about gifts of the spirit, and how God wants to you use young people in the gifts of the spirit. And I'm just sitting there like, "Yo, yeah, hey, amen." This, this, this is what this is what God's been putting on our hearts. This is what God's been directing our church toward, and He just applied it to the youth here. But I believe He's been hearing put the same one out of God's speaking right now. Amen. That's what God's talking to us about right now. And I'm Amen. thankful that today Thank you, Lord. All I can give you is what God gives me, Amen. What me. Praise God. That's what he gave me. And so, what I want to encourage you to do, pursue these gifts. I'm not talking about spooky church and crazy stuff. <coughs> and I'm talking about I'm talking about a God that knows how to direct his people. And put things together. Sister Kim and I went to lunch today. We just we just couldn't quit talking about how God worked this morning. But but I I praise God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Brother, yeah. brother Ryan, can you turn that podcast yes, on? I'm gonna close this out. I'm gonna we all just have a little chat here. Close this out.